Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed, it is the get right right here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. I'm Reginald Datatula alongside the fan phenom winner, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Thanks to Chris Strong on the ones and twos and appreciate you for rocking with us on this evening. It's a there's there's some active activity rather happening in sports on this Thursday evening. Your Dallas Stars have leveled the score in uh in the third period in Washington against the Capitals. Rope hints. On a power play goal, uh, just less than two minutes into the third period, got them level at three goals apiece. So they're in position to grab a win from this one. A lot of time still, though, about 15 minutes left in that third period. And we'll keep you up to date what's happening there. 21 to 10 is the score in favor of the Patriots on Thursday night football. Bailey Zappi, three touchdowns already in this one. But the Steelers starting to find a little bit of offense here with Mitchell Trubisky. So. Not the bad game that we anticipated. I almost felt like when I was when we started off the show and I was like, yeah, we, we don't got much to watch here, that it was like jinxing it. Not that I believe myself to have that much power necessarily, but I was like, ah, I might have jinxed it. And I, in a way, I did. And I hope that everybody appreciates, appreciates that. <laughs> um, coming up uh, in about, let's say, 20 minutes, we'll talk about your Mavs, a little bit uh, of other things in the National Basketball Association with the IST. But the question will be, should Dante Exum's role increase? Oh, hmm. a little bit of tease ahead. Uh, but right now, um, we talk about your Dallas Cowboys in a way. Let's talk about the quarterback of your Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, who's been having an incredible go of it mm-hmm. this season. He's been playing like the best quarterback in the league, uh, at the very least for the last month, month and a half, maybe even longer if we really want to get into the nitty gritty of it. Um, but with that, He's been on the field and, you know, doing part of doing that is being able to be out there, right? We've seen kind of some injuries start to happen with quarterbacks. And thankfully, and if you would like to knock on wood, please do, you have not seen that happen with Dak Prescott this season. And so Todd Archer of ESPN wrote a very interesting piece um, about Dak Prescott and his routine, his daily training sessions and what he has to do to keep himself in peak game shape. And of course, we are no we are no professional athletes. Unless Blake, are you a professional no, athlete? No, okay. sir. I just wanted to check. Chris, professional athlete over there? Uh, absolutely not. All right, very good. Uh, so we we miss all the way around. However, you know, we all kind of have our things that are necessary. We I need this or I need that to be able to get out the door and get going every day. So eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Text in what are the things that you need to be able to operate at your uh, highest potential. But let's let's get into some of the things that Dak has to do to keep himself going, um, and that he's gotten, uh, and that's kept him going, particularly in this season where he was playing on what is a, arguably an MVP level. Um, so apparently, Dak Prescott and uh, like I said, Todd Archer wrote this. He broke into 
some of the things that Dak Prescott needs to get himself or that he you know does in order to get himself going and he really made this decision after 2021 where you remember he had the calf injury he's had a left shoulder surgery after the 21 season remember he had a right thumb injury as well Mm -hmm. uh in 2022 and so he's he's been battered and bruised a little bit and he ultimately um, linked up with a man named Luke Miller, who is his personal physical therapist now. And previously, like he he kind of met up with him after you know one of these injuries where he was trying to get himself right. Actually, I believe it was. Let me see. It was. Um, okay, I've gone backwards now where I missed it, but it was after one of these injuries, and he, apparently Luke Miller has kind of done some things with Zeke Elliott, and that was how he made you know got in touch. He helped him kind of re- rehab with what he was working with. And then it was like, all right, cool. And he's now, and then in training camp, I believe, of last year, um, then he, you know, where he had gotten that um, that injury to his side throwing where they were, you know, he went and he talked to the, the Rangers and, you know, Yankees staff kind of trying to get, uh, you know, what their perspective is because they deal with pitchers that had a similar injury. And the idea was like, well, you don't throw for eight weeks, which would have had him miss the whole first week of the season, which would have been a problem. Mm-hmm. And so he linked back up with Miller and they got him right. They condensed that rehab time. And now he was like, look, we might as well just keep this going full time. So the way that this goes is on a Monday, um, they, they get together, they do his lifting. Um, and so... Let me see. My goodness. I didn't I didn't mix myself up and miss where I was. All right. So the, if there's a little bit of an off day, it's Tuesday. So he could do his, you know, personal business, his charitable appearances, those types of things. Right. Uh, when it comes to Wednesdays. I don't miss. All right. So look, full disclosure, <laughs> I'm trying to read this on a tablet and it just all it messed with all my formatting. So I can't even see exactly where the information it happens. that I wanted to give you is. Okay, so. Dak big, ain't got no off days. <laughs> well, no, he he is off on Tuesdays. Okay. So those are the light days, right? Um, but he gets himself going on, you know, Wednesdays it gets, uh, hard, you know, heavy, right? So Wednesdays he has upper body lift in the weight room, right? And so it's not even just like bench press because he, you know, he was bench pressing back in like 2020. Mike McCarthy was like, all right, cool. That's cool, but we're not doing that bar. We're going to do exercises that are really more specific for quarterbacks, right? Mm -hmm. And so he does those types of things. He does his morning meetings. He does his stretch, gets his body moving, those types of things. And so that'll get him going, right? And to maintain what Miller says, it maintains his quarterbackness, right? Um, So Thursday, Dak Prescott will go through and work on what they call his pillars. So obviously we mentioned the calf injury. We mentioned that thumb Obviously, you could talk about the ankle. Like, they take care of those DAC-specific things. So, things that will help his ankle. Things that will help his shoulder. Remember that shoulder injury. Things that will help his thumb grip. And so, they focus on those things on Thursdays. Fridays is DAC's favorite day, apparently, because the game plan, game plan is in place and whatever. So, they just work on soft t- tissue activation. So, they do all that kind of process. I mean, it's a fantastic piece that I can't get all the way deep into it. But Saturday is apparently Miller's favorite day where they do a lifting session, jump squats, power power work, plyometric training, those types of things. Get himself moving fast, get you know, really get that strength back to a good place. So, like, the point being, Dak is real meticulous with mm-hmm. this, right? The, the ways the guys that we think about that are meticulous is like LeBron James, Tom Brady, those types of things. Meticulous with his 
And I wouldn't doubt that that's why you've seen him be more consistent when it comes to, like, his health this year. And then also, like, that's some of the reason why you see him being even more mobile is because he feels more comfortable in that way. But that did lead me to think, what are the things that we got to do to get ourselves going, Blake? Is there is there for you, like, a routine of, like, I kind of got to get these things going to have my day and my week go right. Yeah, I'll let, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to follow. What, what's, what's your routine start with? Okay, so I'm like, and I just looked at this from the 214 on the truckwreck.com text line, I can't leave the house without a shower. Mm-hmm. Like, my, like you know how sometimes you're like, oh, man, I'm late, and I just got to go. And, you know, mm-hmm. you don't, you probably want to be clean, but, you know, you're like, I just got to go. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't function. I feel wrong. Mm-hmm. So I got to get up. I got to get a shower in. And in the same way, I got to brush my teeth because it's just all off if mm-hmm. that's the case. Um... I think that's really the big one for me. It's like if I don't if I don't get a good shower in and like I'm not I can't even really do like one of them quick like all right I just really it's got to be like the real regular all the way through the process shower and then I'm like okay I feel like a human now and mm-hmm. I can go get it. Uh from the 682 they said uh pour over coffee. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but then they said an hour of meditation. Like I mm-hmm. wish I was better at that. Mm-hmm. I wish I was better at doing like an hour of meditation every day. Um, Chris, is there anything that comes up for you where you're like, I need, I need these things or I can't go? Man, I agree with you 100% on the morning shower. I feel musty as hell if I walk outside my house without taking a morning shower. Yep. So that's the biggest deal. But also I worked as a barista before this. So shout out Starbucks. There we go. <laughs> Got to have my morning coffee. Okay. So you're, you're like a, I can't go without coffee guy. Oh my God. It's okay. got, it got to happen. Got to happen. See, I'm not a big coffee guy. So. For me, my only two must-haves is, one, I have to talk to God, whether that be through the Bible or just praying. I, I can't leave the house without doing that because he's what fuels my day. And then the second part is I have to ha- listen to music. Mm. And I'm also a morning shower guy, so that that routine gets me going. Connecting to my Bluetooth speaker, putting on my favorite jams, taking a nice, long, hot shower. And if I don't do that, I know I'm going to have a bad day. Breakfast is here and there. If I can fit it in, mm-hmm. great. So if I got to stop in McDonald's and get a little McGriddle, I would love to cook breakfast every morning, but sometimes that isn't the case. But best mornings are with breakfast. Every morning has God and music. Okay. I like that. Now, the thing about it is the daily ends up being a little bit up and down for me. Mm-hmm. The weekly is where it gets a little bit. Like, I every week, I got to get some level of exercise in. Mm-hmm like just almost like mental state type things. And one of those things is I love going to the gym and not lifting weights, but like going and like shooting around basketball wise. Like it's, it's, you know how some people kind of have like their, their fortress of solitude in a way. Mm -hmm. I love to go and get up shots for an hour, hour and a half. And just like, it allows me to get active because one of the things I absolutely hate is running. And you know, if you want to get cardio, it's like you run, maybe bike, one of those things. I'm like, I'll run, but I don't want to run just for anything. Run with right? a purpose. Yeah, Stop exactly. somebody from scoring. Exactly. So, like, if I could get a run in in basketball, it's great. But if I could at least just go and, like, shoot around, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll move around because it's like, you got to go get the basketball, go get those things. So, yep. that. And then also, I have recently tried to, like, build in yoga. Mm-hmm. And that has been huge. Now, the tough part about it is I haven't gotten into a place where, like, I can't run without yoga. Like, I can't operate without yoga. However, I kind of want to get there because, like, when. I always feel 10 times better. And that's not like an exaggeration. That's not me just saying a number. Like I, if I did the calculation, it feels like 10 times better when I do that kind of breathing and stretching uh, that yoga provides for me. So like those are the things that I'm like, I need, I need those ones. Mm-hmm. I need those ones. Got, I, I've been trying to get into yoga. I, got, I went to the chiropractor a week ago. That felt good. Got realigned. So 
having yourself in the best state of mind physically and your body stretched out is real good for, you know, mental space, making sure you're at your best, having the right nutrients in there, not eating fast food and yeah. sleeping late and stuff like that because you can get caught in a lull, especially in our job profession, late nights, you know. So having a good start to my day is is real pinnacle to see how my day is going to go. So got to have the right nutrients in your your little morning routine, little yeah. shower. There you go. From the 682, they said when they they work days, they got to list on work days, rather. They got to listen to the morning show or their day is off. Okay. There you go. Sean and RJ part of Sean and RJ. Every morning day, uh, every morning uh, starts from 530, goes all the way to 10 a.m. Make sure you keep I, it locked on 105 through the fan. I will say going away from kind of how it's starting the days, ending the days is important for me, yeah, too. Yeah, okay. I so like that. my routine has changed, obviously working here now, and I get off at 11 o'clock. And I and I do this for my own personal sanity. I can no longer scroll Twitter, Instagram, TV casually. Everything has to be contextualized because I got to do it for our job now. Uh-huh. And so I give myself the break of after I get off work, I try not to indulge sports too much. That's something just breaking news. I will watch a podcast, usually a funny one, usually bad friends, which makes me laugh on the way home eating my dinner, whatever it may be, and that's a good way to clear my mind so that the next day I can wake up and just fully indulge in sports. Yeah. Be ready to bring y'all some fun topics. But at nighttime, leaving that sanity, leaving sports set aside for a couple hours and just having Blake time. Yeah, that wind down is important. I I, I also find that, like, yeah, I leave here, and the tough part about it is if there's still a game on, I'm trying to catch yeah. the end of it or whatever. But once I get to a certain point, it's like, let's wind down. And one of the things that – because the tough part is, like, I don't have, like, a consistent. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that has become a little consistent is, like, when I'm, like, I need – I'm ready to go to bed. I'm not, like, one of these people that's, like, I get away from my phone for an hour. But one thing I will do is I'll do a crossword puzzle at the very end of the night. And I usually fall asleep, like, doing the crossword puzzle. (laughs) When it gets too hard, you're, like, ah. But but at least uh, that's something that I've done of late. From the 940, they said not to be that guy. I don't know what guy you're talking about. But I do an ice bath three to four times a week, and it takes my anxiety down. Ooh, you're better than me. Them boys. Three to four times a week. Them boys is cold. I got That's right. Sh- I got out the shower this morning and it got cold at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't I can't imagine doing that for more than five seconds. Because the ice baths, how long are you doing this ice bath for? For three to four times a week? Because it's more than five minutes, 10, 20. Yeah, I can't Im- I can't imagine it being more than like 20 minutes, right? Let us know. How long are you taking this ice bath for? That's you're better than me, man. That's that takes a lot of mental fortitude. All right, Swaggy, you don't get me in trouble. They said steal something if you want to run with the purpose. No, 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 because I also don't. I also <laughs> want to like continue to be able to operate with purpose, and I can't imagine I can do that behind bars. Uh, Boss Lady T says, uh, right, the right chiro- chiropractor will change your life. Recommend me the right one. I went to one. It was good, but um, you know, I'm always looking for better. Oh, this is interesting. Someone said, uh, Boss Lady T also said uh, she saunas at least three times a week, forty minutes a piece. Whew, 40 minutes is tough. I'd be sweating in there, man. It'd be it'd be GGs. I'm like, I've I've never I've never saw it, and I'm like, I probably should. Like, oh, I yeah. probably should do that. It's at least good once. after a workout. It's real good after a workout. Really relaxes the muscles. But um, yeah, I'm like, let me just take this uh this percussion gun to it, and yep. we just gonna keep it pushing. Yep. All right. Uh, so yeah, no, all of that inspired by the the meticulous way that Dak Prescott takes care of his body and his mentals. Uh, just. Interesting to see uh, an insight into how a professional athlete and one of the, you know, maybe the height of his sport uh, does it. And that's uh, on ESPN. Todd Archer wrote a really fascinating uh, profile into Dak Prescott and the things that he does to keep himself going. Uh, it's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. And 972 wanted us to say that uh, the wrong chiropractor will have you getting back surgery if you have disc issues. So <laughs> oh. I guess there's a real uh, risk reward that you're working with. Send in the there. best ones, guys. <laughs> Recommends. Uh, it's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan coming up.
Next, let's talk a little bit of basketball and, you know, particularly, should Dante Exum have an increased role with this Mavs team? We'll do it next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To get right right here on 105 through the fan, Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the fan phenom, Blake Elliott. Talk to me. Thanks to Chris Strong on the ones and twos, and appreciate you rocking with us on this Friday or Thursday evening. Goodness gracious, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, I do know, however, that your Dallas Stars are tied with the Washington Capitals four goals apiece uh, at uh, at in DC. Rather, um, Rope Hints had tied it up at uh, three goals apiece. They the Caps go ahead again, and then Robo Jace Robertson gets the fourth goal for your Stars. Right, Wedgwood uh, letting letting a few in here. But uh, you're still at least tied up. Still have an opportunity to win this one on the road. Stars have had a little bit of a, a you know, a little little rough go of it. You know, a little bit of a skid, however. And it'd be nice to get back to winning ways. Uh, you know, and they have an opportunity to do that in the next five minutes of this third period. Uh, also, Thursday night football still going on. 21 to 10 is the score in favor of the Patriots. They currently have the football. About two and a half minutes to go in the third period. Uh, but, you know, a little bit of basketball happening of late. Your Mavs got a huge, huge win against the Utah Jazz last night. And actually, uh, with that being the case, just to illustrate just how how much of a keister whooping that your Mavs put on the Utah Jazz, here's Will Hardy, the head coach of the Utah Jazz, discussing how his Jazz played against your Mavs. That was a... Uh... That was an absolutely horrendous performance from start to finish. That was a masterpiece of dog. I really don't know how to describe that game. Not what you want to hear from your head coach after you roll into Dallas and get spanked, but it is what it is. They didn't play good, and the Mavs, they just they just put their they put their foot down. They put their foot on the gas, let them know we're the better team. We're gonna come out hot and early, headband Luca, dad Luca. Showed him what it is, showing him why he's an MVP caliber player year after year, showing up in shape, and you see what what happens, man. See what happens. The team's rolling. 
Yeah, it was a it was an interesting game. Obviously, it, it's not one that you can take a lot of things from per se. However, I'm going to attempt to do a little bit of that as Dante Exum steps into a bigger role in this game, um, and playing alongside the starters in this one as Grant Williams had the night off. And now, don't get me wrong, his you know his production wasn't giant by any means. Uh, he plays 26 minutes, two of nine from the field. Five points, seven assists, though. Um, And that's, I mean, and he plays 26 minutes. I I do Mm want to harp on that because that is significantly up from the about 15 15 minutes that he's played over the last 10 games. And so with that being the case, especially as a guy who has shot pretty well from the field, now his three-point percentage has not been good Mm -hmm. uh, of late. He is a dude who we view as a guard and has that passing ability, but he's got some he's got a little length to him as well. He's 6'5, but he's got a pretty good wingspan to him. As as Jason Kidd is known to be like a little bit of a tinkerer with lineups and getting different dudes involved and stuff, do you have any uh any inclination to maybe see Dante Exum have a bigger role for your Mavericks? Yeah, I think we're seeing it, especially in the last couple of weeks, that Dante Exum is a great complement to Luca and Kyrie. And I think when people think of, is a player going to get more minutes, they look at the box score and they say, who's scoring the most points? Mm-hmm. And in between the intangibles, I would say the highest intangible player for the Mavs is Dante Exum. Derek Lively has been a revelation. and He's been great in his right. But Dante Exum has the highest assist-to-turnover ratio on the Mavs, 6-2, to two, has the highest plus-minus on the Mavs at plus 79. Next closest guy is Luka, or next closest guy is Derek Lively at 74. And Luca at plus 44, Kyrie follows. So you would say Luca, Kyrie, Derek Lively are your three best players. They're top three and plus minus, but the guy right above them is Dante Exum. And it, it's if you've been watching the games, when he's on the floor, good things have been happening. Plays great defense, great effort, like you mentioned earlier with his length. Pushes the pace really well, sets up the offense as a true pro. Obviously, he spent last year out of the league. And media members, fans, all of us, we were like, I don't really know what to think. We haven't seen this guy really perform at a high level. And even early on in the season, it wasn't like he was dropping 20 a night. But he was just doing all the right things that gets him playing time. And we're seeing more and more why why he's playing and even starting some games. So I think he is going to be an integral seventh man type thing for this team. As obviously Tim Hardaway slotted into that six man role. But he's been playing real good basketball, and I think his minutes will continue to increase. Especially with Maxi Klebout is what I'm thinking. Because, mm-hmm. like, right now he currently exists as kind of your – it's weird to say se- ball handler off the bench because I wasn't going to say secondary ball handler because mm-hmm. this team – I and I mean, with any team that has two stars, especially that are primary ball handlers, mm-hmm. they're just going to stagger minutes to where when Luka's not on the court, Kyrie is, and when yep. Kyrie's not on the court, Luka is. Yep. So those guys are still going to be your primary ball handler. But Dante Exum has been – kind of your third ball handler, the next guy up when it comes time to have somebody handle the ball. But that's viewing him exclusively as a guard, and I think he has the size. And them starting him as like the almost the small forward yeah, the slash three. power forward in that game made me wonder if they're going to consider him more in some of that role. Mm-hmm. So where, yes, he's a guard, but also he can kind of slot in. And what is a small wing room, right? Pretty much your wing room exists as just Derek Jones Jr. and Josh Green. And Josh Green is really a guard as well. Yeah. And so it might be interesting to see Dante Exum add a few minutes here and there, also kind of adding into that role as well. And what he he brings in addition, like while he has that length, he has some passing to him, some good passing. And, um, you know, that that size, uh, that, and veteran savvy, I think, as well as 
something that you can always benefit from on the court. And so I think my favorite thing when I'm watching Dante Exum, he seems like he's not in a rush. Mm-hmm. Very calm, yep. collected, sets up the offense. And that's what a Mavs team needs sometimes. Sometimes we can get a little razzle, try to go up and down the court. We have some young guys. We have Luca and Kyrie that like to get out and push the pace sometimes. We've seen this and year. And they do need to push the pace, but you also have to do that with a certain level of control. Of yep. yeah. and, and Dante Exum is actually really good at pushing the pace, but he does it in a controlled manner where he's never loose dribbling, ball dribbling off his foot. He gets the ball, the ball past half court, sets up the offense quickly, or we'll even find, as we saw last night, with this little behind-the-back pass that Derrick Jones Jr. can make the flashy pass on the fast break. So I really liked what I saw from Exxon. We don't need a guy that can score 20 a night. We need a guy that can control the ball and do what he needs, especially at that guard position. Yeah, but the tough thing about it is one of the reasons why you saw him kind of fall out of, uh, out of the NBA is because that three-point shot wasn't falling, mm-hmm. and he shot it at a high rate. In the Euro League right now, he's shooting twenty three percent from yep, three. We need to get that up. And so I think, especially if you want, if he wants to get a bigger role that maybe you possibly could entertain, he needs to be more consistent knocking down threes, particularly on this team where it does seem like the goal is to be a shooting team, right? Yep. Uh, as much as Jason Kidd might want to say that they want to be, you know, whatever. We let them fly. <laughs> they they shoot threes at a very high rate, and you need to be able to add into that. And so that's that's why Derrick Jones Jr. has kind of stuck in the way in that starting lineup. He's knocked those down in knocked a good way down. in addition to what he brings defensively and those things. So hopefully if Dante Exum can raise that, I think he might be in line for a little bit more of a role with your Mavericks. Well, playing with Luka and Kyrie is such a great thing to be able to say because they attract so much defensive attention. They drive to the middle of the lane. The entire team is staring at them, and they can kick, and that's what we've been doing all year is kicking to the corners, kicking to the wings. And Derrick Jones Jr. has been knocking them down. Grant Williams here and there, obviously Tim Hardaway. So if Dante Exum, like you said, can hit those knockdown threes and they can also be a playmaker when one of them's out of the lineup and play great defense to complement Luka and Kyrie, he's going to find himself getting more and more minutes, especially with the little bit of injuries we've had in the middle of December now. Now, your Mavericks will uh, play again tomorrow. They will be in Portland playing against the Portland Trailblazers, who are currently 14th in the West. This feels like another instance where you should be able to claw back, get yourself another win, and, you know, make yourself, uh, you know, move up in mm-hmm. the standings in the West. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the in-season tournament, some other some things around the in-season tournament. Oh, yeah. I got some audio for you. Talk uh, to a, me. A little bit of audio to throw around. Um, about some of the things that I found interesting thus far as it's an in-season tournament night. The semifinals are going on tonight. In fact, the first of the semifinals already happened earlier today. The Indianapolis Pacers or Indiana Pacers beat the Milwaukee Bucks 128 to 19. They are one of the hot teams playing incredible offense, but playing enough defense in this one against a Milwaukee team that can be dangerous to get over them. Giannis dropped. Giannis stopped. Yeah. Giannis Adetokounmpo uh, drops 37 points, 10 rebounds. Tyrese Halliburton, 27 points, 15 assists in that one. He's my favorite player to watch right now. He's my favorite player to watch. Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, outside of, you know, Mavs fandom, just outside of that, Tyrese, I got a stat right here. His third 25 and 15 with zero turnover game. Nobody else has, has more than one. That's his third one. This guy is playing at an insane level of getting you so— You said 20, 25 and 15? Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, when you see those numbers, or if you see one of those numbers, okay, he's passing. Okay, he's scoring. He is passing and scoring almost every possession for the Pacers without turning the ball over at a very high clip 
Now it hasn't always equivalated to wins. They're still, I think, six or seven. Yeah, because that defense is, is a that problem. That defense is abysmal. But, they they clutched up in this game against the Bucks. But I really liked what I see from Tyrese Halliburton. He's putting himself in the MVP conversation. And I he's think, been hooping. I think that speaks to one of the things is, like, we've seen players seemingly buy into this tournament and to the point of, and I don't know if this necessarily entirely proves that, but I did find this interesting. This is not after this game, but the game prior, the game, uh, the quarterfinal game that the Bucks played a couple nights ago, um, after they won it, uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo was being asked about uh, about the game and honestly about uh, the $100,000 that they won for winning the quarterfinals uh, you know, per player, and this was his reaction. Could make it a little better. You said you're going to play roulette. You're going to get at least $100,000, so that'll make it easier. Are we getting money now? We got some money? That's a, new, that's a surprise to you. That is get richer. <laughs> yes, he didn't know. No, he didn't know, which I mean, which means that they were playing in a way for just kind of the pride of this, um, which you've seen. I At least I ha, have you interpreted it in the same way that I have that like guys are playing for the pride of it and really, you know, showing up for this tournament. Yeah, I think there's a lot of eyeballs on it. They enjoy the the kind of feeling that you get with these games having a little bit more meaning. Guys aren't sitting out. So I think they're they've bought in. Teams want to win, especially these young teams. And then also, you know, you've got some old guards of LeBron wanting to win. So I've enjoyed all the excitement that has been with it and seeing some teams that you maybe wouldn't have predicted before the season, a.k.a. the Pelicans and Pacers being in the Final Four. And they're showing why they have arrived and they're ready to go. And the in-season tournament's given us a little bit of buzz here in December. Yeah, and in addition to the buzz of that, uh, there is another novelty. Obviously, we can talk about the courts. We can talk about the jerseys that are being worn. But the actual broadcasts today in the semifinal, they did a little bit of a swap. So if you don't know, the NBA has uh, TV rights with Turner, which does, you know, TNT, those guys, and then ESPN as well. Well, those, you know, they all have their own broadcasts. They had a little bit of swaparoo. Uh, Reggie Miller did a broadcast with Mike Breen and uh, Doris Burke. I know that the the pregame shows were in the same <laughs> plaza. I, I was hoping that they would mix up the pregame shows, but they, they kept the pregame shows separate. However, they were in the same plaza, and they were talking at each other. And what one thing I was hoping to be able to see on this broadcast is Charles Barkley talked to Stephen A. Smith, and we got a little bit of that uh, here with Cut 3. Hey, Bob, you know, I love you. And let me tell you something, Stephen A. If you come over here with all that loud ass talking, like, hey, this ain't first take. Hey, thank you. This tell ain't him, first take. This going to be the first to ass whooping you take. If you come over here with that loud ass talk. But I'm- Great wordplay, too. This is going to be the first you-know-what taking over here. <laughs> I love how he used the, the show name as part of his roast. So they, those two are always comedy together. Loved what we got right there. It's nothing better than that. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I think uh, Inside the NBA is, like, the best is because they allow the, that type of fun to yep. happen, where I, I feel ESPN is a little bit... A little more buttoned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I kind of wanted to see that buttoned up get get together with that very, you know, loose and flying by the seat of your pants. Unfortunately, we got those kind of separated, but we did get that moment, mm-hmm. which was nice for the in-season tournament. Also, and this was something you brought to my attention, I did find this interesting. Now, we mentioned that the Pacers beat the uh, beat the Milwaukee Bucks, who have not necessarily figured out exactly what the new look is with Giannis and Dame. Dame has his Dame time celebration where he taps where a watch would be, Yep, you know? Um, Tyrese Halliburton, or was it? It was Halliburton, it was, yep. wasn't it? After he made his little step back three dagger, Ty- Tyrese was hooping and he hit that Dame time celebration, almost kind of mocking Dame. Right next to him, uh, Dame had uh, he felt some type of way about it. I learned as a as a kid, you know, when you, you dish it out, you got to be willing to take it. And 
for as many times as I've done it to people, you know, I can't be upset when um, somebody else does it. You know what I mean? I think that's also um, a sign of respect and acknowledgement for, you know, knowing my history and knowing what I do. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't mind it. it was what it was. I just I've also known that, you know, when you having your moment is it's important to be careful and to, to be humble when you having your moments because you just never know how the tables turn and when they're going to turn. So um, I respected it. You know, I didn't think we shook hands after the game. And I I learned as a as a kid, you know, when you, you dish it out, you got to be willing to take it. Uh, All right, so real quick, let me ask you, Blake. He said that he he said that he didn't mind it. However, he then came back and said, yeah. you got to watch your moment. Do you believe that Dane was telling the truth when he I, said he didn't mind I, it? I think he went PR originally. <laughs> and then he was like, you know what? Like, you... I think his real feelings came out talking about, you know, you know, enjoy your moment, but, you know, act like you've been there pretty much before. You never know what's coming next week, next year, rest of the season type thing. So I think I think Dane was a little, little – didn't love it. Didn't love it. You know what that makes me want to do? Look at the schedule to see when next the Pacers play the Bucks. because yep. I imagine that uh, Dame is going to be shooting. Is he going to make all of them? I don't know, but it'll be hilarious either way. Hey, Tyrese has arrived. That's all I got to say. Knocked out the Celtics in the first round. Knocked out the Bucks now. And I wouldn't say that the Pacers on paper got a better team than either of those. Just they got Tyrese Halliburton. So he deserved to do his little celebration. He he went off in today's game, 27 and 15. Got them to WC, zero turnovers as usual. So, you know, he earned it. Dame didn't love it. But it is what it is. Like Dame said, it is what it is. It is what it is. If you're if you're interested, the second of those in-season tournament semifinal games is on currently. The Lakers are playing the Pelicans. It's halftime. And the Lakers currently lead by 13 points. 67-54. LeBron already has 21 at half. He's hooping. I mean, it's 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 no Luka first half. But, yeah. Um, no, no, it's clear that LeBron is bought in because they. it seems like they just want to win something in particular. Um, so that's happening right now. And what's also happening is that currently your Dallas Stars are in overtime with the Washington Capitals. It's 4-4. Four to four. Let's go to a shootout. So we got, oh, no, let's get this done with a three-on-three. How about how about a score here for the Dallas Stars? A win, a win would be uh, greatly appreciated. So we'll let you know what the result is there as we continue to monitor it. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's do a little sharing time on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott, The Fan Phenom. Talk to me. Thanks to Chris Strong, The Ones and Twos. Uh, and thank you for rocking with us here on... Uh, Thursday night where it's getting pretty interesting in uh, our nation's capital. The Stars are now in a shootout with the Capitals. See if they can get some points off of this contest. Um, currently, Thursday night football uh, is really close. It's within three points Uh-oh. in this one. See if Zappy can do it. Patriots lead this game 21-18. to 18. Um, with about We're in that final frame of the game, about nine and a half minutes left. In regulation on Thursday night football. It's time to do a little sharing time, though. In about 15 minutes, of course, the top of the hour, we'll get you your headlines on the evening. But, uh, Blake, what you got? 
Well, I took all the time last time with my elaborate airport story. So Don't I'm worry let... about it. No, we had a lot of fun with it, bro. It's it's just about bringing something to I'm, the table. I'm, so I'm please a, do. I'm gonna let you go first this time. What you got for us? Okay. Um, this is very self-centered in a way, but you know what? It's sharing time. Why not? Um, if you watch on YouTube or Twitch, you'll be able to see that uh, tonight uh, my hair is kind of uh, you know. It's not in its configuration that's been for the last month or so, where I've had it in uh, in some cornrows. Just got home yesterday, and I was like, I want to switch this up. Really, switch it up. Really, I just wanted to wash my hair, and I was like, look, it's gonna come out anyway soon. So I, you know, I undid my cornrows, and it's just kind of out in like I letting the curls kind of exist in go. a way. Um, He's trying to get the Jalen Brown narrative to drop. <laughs> but this is the thing. <laughs> Here's the question, right? How long do I keep it this way, right? Do I go with the, you know, the larger, larger kind of Afro look? Troy Palomalo style. Um, but that's that's more it's more care. We were talking about like what is your routine? What do you need going? And like, I don't like having to like get my hair all together every day, especially because like the more I have to work with my hair, I think it's, I think it breaks a little bit. Those yep. types of things. I'm like, I don't feel like doing all that. Um, however, I got to pay money to go and get this hair done. Yep. Um, it's a catch 22. Yeah. And I'm like, do I really feel like doing that? Do I feel like doing that? So I don't know if you see me, let me know what you think on that. Um, outside of that, I should let you know that the stars do get an overtime win yes, sir. on this evening. Uh, so great, uh, great effort by Wedgwood between the pipes. To get this one done in the shootout, uh, no no goals or no scores in the shootout, so blanked no. them, and that was very good to get back in winning nice. ways. You would have loved to win in regulation, but a win is a win sometimes, and especially when it comes to breaking a little bit of a losing streak. Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't have much when it came to sharing time. I was just like, look, man, for me personally, I've been thinking about getting this hair back to a place, and then also, I guess, like. When do you know it's right to cut your hair? Because like yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm in that place where I want to cut it yet. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want. I I was like I need to change. Mm-hmm. You and at least have the beard. I don't have the beard. The beard's a big factor in cutting hair. Why do you say that? Because like if I were to cut my hair, people would be like, "All right, he's not old enough to get in that bar." <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. If you I were to you cut mean. your hair, it would almost probably make you look even older. Like the beard adds to the you can have your hair bald or very short. I'm trying to counterfact that with the hair. And if I were to be bald or very short hair, I just think I would look even younger with the lack of facial hair that is with me. Okay, so here's the thing about hair that I think would be more interesting than just me outsourcing, outsourcing my thoughts. Um, like, how long is, or like, what's the oldest age that you can kind of have like a ridiculous haircut? Ooh, now that's a good, I think, right? I think about like, a lot with athletes too. Yeah, oh, the athletes have been really wilding with this one. Because, yeah. like, there's a certain point where it's like, hey, man, be a grown-up, right? Yeah. And obviously there's certain jobs also where it's like, hey, you can't really experiment with your hair too much. But I feel like you get to a certain age. Probably say 40. Like, how, uh, how old you said? See, I said 40, but then there's a lot of actors oh, that are man. still rocking the mullet that are, like, killing it, a.k.a. McConaughey. I don't know like, that you can get to 40 and, like, not have, a, have an adult haircut. I feel like it's got to be earlier than that, right? Okay, when you say adult haircut, do you just mean, like, you can have it, sh- do you mean just short? Or can you have it long, but it's still maintained? Like, Matthew McConaughey doesn't have a quote-unquote adult haircut. Like, it's huh, still pretty. Okay. I love it. He rocks the, like, mullet kind of flow kind of thing. And he's, you know, up there in age. He's not early 20s or anything. So, I think it depends who you are. Because, like, LaMelo. LaMelo's a good one I think of. Of, like, kind of still has the, like, high school 
Ask hair, the curly with the with the color in it a little bit. Yeah. And okay, so let's go with like just the lamello, that that kind of haircut yeah, that we've got. I, I feel like how how old is it when you're just like All right, you're come doing, on, dude. I would say for like, and I'm just use him as an example. I say when he gets to like 27. Oh wow. So okay, yeah. We need to get once once you should be in your NBA prime. Yes. You better you better have a reasonable yeah. haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Tatum. I mean, he cut it. Jim, but Jimmy Butler, how old is he? He's not young. No, he, Jimmy Butler. And, and he still and, experimented with the emo hair. Yeah, but here's the thing. We'd be out here laughing at Jimmy Butler because of his yeah. emo hair, because he's out here being, uh, let's see, how old is Jimmy got to be um, at least? I'm going to say 32. I really I don't think, know I think he is. might be on the on the on nose there. Uh, 34. 34, wow. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy be out here. And notice that Jimmy doesn't keep that as well. Yeah, but he, he also had that outrageous dreadlocks last year that were like 10 feet long looking like predators. So, like, he's he rocks a lot of hairstyles. I think it just matters who you are. If you're a celebrity, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, someone mentioned uh, Dawkins. S. Dawkins on the Twitch mentioned George Clinton is like a hundred, and he looks crazy with the you know his hair. Um, he's not a hundred. Let's be a little respectful to you know I, to the father of P. Funk. Uh, but no, he he also is in a place where he just doesn't care. I feel like if you want to like be in society in a certain way, you have to carry it away. And I feel like you get to a certain age, thirty five, I think. 35 feels like a good age. It, it depends what we consider an adult haircut or adult hair, too. Because I saw, I was at a high school football game for a friend, and I saw. I think you know when you see it. I saw a grown, grown man, 70s, gray hair, and he had dreadlocks, had it all well, long. I don't think locks are necessarily an issue. In now, if you got the uh, the Jerry Rice where you got, you know, you got like locks or braids, but your hairline is on the top of your head. I feel <laughs> that's like what that's, it was. Ooh, boy, no. The I locks were down one. to like his waist. Like, it was a big, full form of them gray, gray, gray. Not like it was platinum gray. And but he rocked it, so I feel like it depends. Your energy matters. Oh, okay. How so you carry can, yourself. Can you, can you pull it off is can really you, what it comes down to? Can you pull it off? Like, the color in the hair, I feel like you can't really color your hair after you hit, like, I don't know, 30. I feel like that's a little bit, I don't know. Okay. It's all, all right. subjective. Chris, any thoughts? Man, you're asking the bald guy, like, opinions <laughs> yes, on hair. exactly. I, mean... I, I want I want to know, because look, the... <laughs> The, the most judgmental people can sometimes be the ones without. And so in this instance, I want to see what your what your judgment is from where you are. Hey, I'd say like a LaMelo haircut. My cap is like 22. I think he's already, <laughs> 22. Like, he's already wow. I knew that we'd get a fun yeah. answer here. He's already past there. But that's a LaMelo cut. I mean, that's pretty out there. You got yeah. the color in there and all that. Uh, yeah, I'm like, more lenient for some other haircuts. Though. Now, see. 469, I don't feel great about this. They say Marcus Smart is 29, and he colors his hair to match his team. And I I just be looking at him like, are you serious, dog? There's a corner that used to play for the Patriots that does that, too. Oh, my God. I think it starts with a J, too. Oh, I can't think of his name. He also, his hair has been green almost his whole career. That's incredible. Um, do you have anything to bring to uh, sharing time as now I'm almost taking this all the way up? No, I was I was just going to I was just gonna pinball off that. I mean, if, 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 if I could add something, it's... Yes. Uh, I went to my friend's house yesterday, and he has dogs, and I don't have a dog. I had a dog earlier, but I don't have one currently. And it's what what etiquette is okay for friend dogs? Are you the person huh. that when you go over, like, your friend locks the dogs up? I think, Has the yeah, dogs I, jumping around? I like dogs, but his dog, and we've real, talked about Real this, energetic. Real, real energetic, active. long nails, jumps on your, like, chest and scratches you. And I'm like, you know, not my favorite. Sure. And I was wondering if that's out of character, if, if I'm the only person that thinks like that or because it, it's not my dog. So I'm not going to jump with it. And I, like, I think that it's it really should be. And I say this is not a dog owner. So take it with a grain of salt. 
Um, I think that, like, the owner of the dog should kind of, in some ways, acquiesce to your guest. Yes. Right? If Everyone's get, a little different. Yeah, so, some some people aren't dog people in any way, shape, or form. And I think in that instance, you're like, hey, man, I know this is the house, but let's not. I love dogs. Don't get me wrong, but sure. I like a more tranquil dog. Yeah. I'm not a huge, like, jump on my chest, scratch me up, lick my face, sit on me while I'm there the whole time type person. I'm like, the dog's there, and I'll, I'll rub it and pet it and talk to it when when necessary. Uh, I love this from the Not Force Zero. They said you better get a haircut, an actual adult haircut when you get married. Now that's that's a big thing. It's what does your partner want? But actually, you know what? I take that back. You do what you want, men and ladies. <laughs> the you, way that you said men was hilarious. <laughs> but yes, I hear you. I you hear do you. what you want. Do not do not get a haircut because your partner says so. Because you're not with the right person. Okay. Then. You got to do what makes you happy because if the moment you start doing something because someone else tells you to, you're not going to be happy. Oh, there goes preacher man. Preacher I'm just man. telling you. And that goes for women too. Women, don't confine your your identity for another person. Mm. You be you and let that person accept you for you, not who they want you to be. Bars. That's yeah, I feel, I feel like with the dog situation, it's just like, you know, understand who you got coming over. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like dog owners can kind of sense it's like, oh, that's not your, it's not your get down. All right, well. We'll we'll figure out a different way of handling this. Yeah. Are yeah. you if a dog jumps on you, how do you feel? Oh, I'm 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 not like a huge dog person. I don't hate dogs by any means, oh, yeah. but yeah, I'm I I don't, I, don't, I just try and like roll with it as best I can. Yeah. Uh, as long as the dog's like not aggressive and trying to like bite me or whatever, we can we can like We're play. Good. But I'm not I'm not the most trained, so it's not like I you know I go about this in the best way necessarily, right? There's some people that are like. I know how to handle dogs, and so I immediately know it. Sometimes I'm just like, "All right, uh, I will pet you behind the ears. This is this is my game. This is what yep. I got for you. Yep. If it is doesn't, if it's not sufficient, I'm sorry. The, uh, I'm doing my best at the, this point. The super hyper dogs, especially when they're big. If they're small, it's cool. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when they can pound, bowl you over, it's different. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, we've had enough. We've had enough dog time. I'm good. Uh, it's currently 21 to 18 in Thursday night football. The uh, Patriots still lead. They actually have the football right now. Um, this one's got a flag for them. Yeah. He is hype. I've never seen it. Is that the punter? I don't think I've ever seen the punter that happened. I think they got a false start, maybe? I don't know exactly what just happened there because I just looked at the, the television, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> it, at, at the very least, I can tell you it is um, pandemonium. Yeah, there, there's a lot of energy when it comes to the competition in this game, which is a lot better than we thought it might be coming into this one so yeah we'll let you know what's happening with that and with other games happening on the night when we get you your headlines which comes up next on 105 through the fan t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.